Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn. We're talking about the God of all comfort today. We started yesterday, and uh, we've been we're camping out this week in Second Corinthians chapter one, verses two through nine, and. If you've got your Bible, I hope you'll turn along with us. Uh, I read that yesterday in uh, its entirety. And so if you missed yesterday's program, I would encourage you to go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org. And know that uh, you'll be blessed by it. I really believe that. And it's just a powerful passage of Scripture there in those seven verses. Um, in fact, in verses 2 through 7 in Second Corinthians chapter 1, the word comfort is mentioned nine times. So I hope you'll check that passage of Scripture out. But I want to share with you today uh, five things that when we're going through tough times in our life, we can find out that God is the God of all comfort. And I'm basing all this off of what I read and what we can learn from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 2 through 9. The first one is simply, God gives us grace and peace as needed. God gives us grace and and peace as needed. Very first verse there in Second Corinthians chapter one verse two says, "May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace." Friends, that's our source. That's where our grace and peace comes from. Make no mistake about it. Philippians chapter four verse seven says, "And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus." You know, sometimes it just doesn't make any sense, friends. It doesn't. How God does that. But that's why he's God and we're not. Amen? And yet God does when we trust him and we keep looking to him throughout the day when we're hurting and when we're discouraged, and especially when we're hopeless. Uh, God says, hey, you know, if you'll look to me and depend on me, I provide a peace that passes all understanding. Chuck Swindoll, uh, one of my favorite pastors, I read several of his books too. Done some great books on people in the Bible like David and Joseph and Moses. Really encourage you to check those out. But uh, he says, when others are expecting retaliation, offer grace instead. It'll blow their mind and it'll bless your soul. <laughs> I mean, friends, let's be honest. You know, a lot of times uh, people push our buttons and, man, we want to give them a piece of our mind. And maybe logically, they actually probably deserve it. But as Chuck Swindoll said so eloquently there, if you offer them grace instead, instead of retaliation, uh, it'll blow their mind, and yet it will also bless your soul. And that's just the way God does things. He doesn't do things like the world does, where we try to always one-up somebody and we want to get even. I want to remind you, the Bible says, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Not us, friends. We're not supposed to get paybacks. We uh, live in such a culture that it is all about, you know, I'll get you back and paybacks. And um, there's just no trust and evil just abounds. As followers of Jesus, we have a chance to make a real difference as we offer grace, especially when it's not deserved. Horatio Spafford, who wrote the powerful classic hymn that's been around for over 200 years that most all of us know uh, the main chorus by heart, It Is Well With My Soul. He says in that song, it says, When peace like a river attendeth my way, 
with sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, thou hast tossed me to say, it is well with my soul. And most of you know the story of that powerful song came from Spafford, a very successful businessman in Chicago back in the late 1800s. He and his wife and his precious four daughters were going to go to Europe. Uh, they had created this big ship that would go across the ocean, so they were going to go to Europe. And yet, because uh, a great fire in Chicago came, uh, several of the real estate buildings he owned were destroyed, and his business really suffered. He told his wife and daughters at the last minute to go on. He couldn't go. Well, they wound up that the ship ran into another ship, and uh, unfortunately, several people died. And he received a telegram from his wife that said, saved alone, saved alone. And friends, to be told that and know that he was going to lose his precious four daughters is just absolutely brutal, absolutely brutal. I mean, it'd be painful enough to lose one child, but all four of your precious young daughters. So Horatio Spafford immediately, you know, said, I've got to get on a ship to be with my wife and get to Europe as soon as possible. And when he got to the point in the ocean, they because he, he told them, I want to know where my daughters died at. With tears running down his face, I'm sure he penned the words to that song, It Is Well With My Soul. His friend, that's one of the things I love about that song. And I loved it before I even knew the meaning of the song and the history behind it. But because here's a man that knows suffering and needed comfort, losing all four of his daughters unexpectedly in this tragic ship accident. So be comforted by that today. And maybe that's one of the things right now you're like, I need some comfort. I'm really hurting. And just go to YouTube or Spotify or you know Google song, It Is Well With My Soul. And just listen to that song. Maybe sing along and just have yourself a good cry. Friends, God gave us tears to release the pain in our hearts. And don't mind telling you that, you know, every once in a while, I'll just have to shed a few tears myself when my heart's overflowing with pain from either my personal life. But most of the time, a lot of times it's a combination of, yeah, maybe I'm hurting a little bit, but just because I know with so many other friends and family and uh, people in ministry that I'm praying for and counseling and working with through Hope Is Here Ministry, that God, that it just my heart breaks and um, hurts, and I'm thankful God give me tears and uh, and just release some of that pain. And maybe that's what you want to do today and listen to that beautiful classic hymn, It Is Well With My Soul, and release some of the pain through some tears. A second thing that we can learn when we go through hard times about God and His comfort is that God is a merciful Father who offers us comfort. Taking that Strictly from Scripture there in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. I love this quote by Thomas Brooks. He says, Prayer crowns God with the honor and glory due His name. And God crowns prayer with assurance and comfort. The most praying souls are the most assured souls. Say that last part one more time. The most praying souls are the most assured souls. Friends, if you want to have assurance of Jesus and you want to have comfort, you want to have hope today, then make sure that you're praying. 
And we've talked about this on Hope is Here several times, but you know what? We make prayer too difficult sometimes. We think maybe we've just got to be in a really quiet place and uh, lights turned down and uh, just be really still. And and that is great when you can do that, but quite often I know that's just not a possibility. And we're reminded you, prayer is just a conversation between you and God. But the key is just being intentional about it. Maybe it's just doing it in your car or in between meetings or something, or if you have to, if you're in a busy place at work or home and uh, going to the bathroom just for a couple of minutes and just shutting the door and just you and God spending some time. Friends, it's a game changer. And so I love when Thomas Brooks says, the most praying souls are the most assured souls. I also like this quote by Joni Erickson Tata. She says, you don't have to be alone in your hurt. Comfort is yours. And it's all been made possible by your Savior. He went without comfort so that you might have it. He postponed joy so that you might share in it. He willingly chose isolation so you might never be alone in your hurt and in your sorrow. Such a powerful quote there from Joni Erickson Tata. Yet, maybe you don't know, but Joni Erickson Tata is a healthy 17-year-old teenager had a diving accident, and immediately became paralyzed from the neck down. Yet, she's still alive today at the age of 73, and she's written several books just about knowing God's love and his comfort and having joy and peace, even in just really challenging circumstances like the way she lives uh, as a paraplegic. And yet, the amazing part is, on top of writing several books that will really bless you, if you're looking for a, a gift maybe for somebody this Christmas season, think about one of her books, or maybe just for yourself if you're going through a tough season here during the holidays, here at Christmas time, uh, get one of her books. But she also she, you know, says, hey, I can still use my mouth, I talk, I can use my teeth, I to hold a paintbrush, and she's done many, many paintings. And so she's a source of inspiration, inspiration to me. And when she shares that comfort about God and his comfort and uh, how much she appreciates it and values and needs it, it really blesses me. And I know it probably blessed you too. The 23rd Psalm, we talked about that uh, last week. It says, even though when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me, your rod and your staff. They protect me and they comfort me. Friends, know that God is your protector, and he wants to comfort you. He loves to do that and to help you. A third thing that we can do, uh, to use our, we get to use our experiences to comfort others. It's one of the best things about being a follower of Jesus, I think, is when we take time to heal from our wounds, our heartaches, our disappointments in life, and let God do that and spend time with him, then we can use that pain and wound in our lives to comfort others. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, which is where we've been hanging out the last two days, says he comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. Can I get an amen on that? Rick Warren says, other people are going to find healing in your wounds. Your greatest life messages and your most effective ministry will come out of your deepest hurts. Friends, I found that to be true, and I know many of you are like bobbleheads listening today, or if you're watching on our YouTube channel going, yes, Greg, I amen to that. So, so true. 
Barb Batterson, a pastor in Washington, D.C., has written several really good books, says, One of the most paralyzing mistakes that we make is thinking that our problems somehow disqualify us from being used by God. Let me say it like this. If you don't have any problems, you don't have any potential. Here's why. Your ability to help others heal is limited to where you've been wounded. Oh, that's so good. We'll read that one more time. Your ability to help others heal is limited to where you've been wounded. I talk about this quite often, but you know what? Nobody to help somebody better that's going through a divorce than somebody that's been through a divorce. Nobody better to help somebody that's going through a bankruptcy than somebody that's been through a bankruptcy. Nobody better to help somebody that's just buried a spouse than somebody that's buried their spouse. Nobody better to help somebody that just got diagnosed with cancer than somebody that's a cancer survivor. Nobody better to help somebody that's going through a time of unemployment than somebody that's had their job eliminated. So know that, friends, God never wastes a hurt and that our scars can become someone else's stars. I love that quote quote by Lecrae. He uh, writes a lot of songs and uh, just a gifted writer. He says, our scars can become someone else's stars. So the choice is up to us, friends. And, you know, when we see our scars, uh, that actually is a good thing because that means we survived. That means we survived. And I just want to encourage you today, if you're really just struggling, hanging on by a thread, I want to encourage you right out to text 988. Text 988. It's like 911. And there's somebody available 21 or 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to help you if you need some comfort and you feel overwhelmingly alone right now. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we continue tomorrow looking at the God of all comfort. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Want to get in the Christmas spirit? Come visit the O Come Let Us Adore Him Nativity Displays at the Gardenside Christian Church on December 8th and 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. See over 100 nativity sets from all over the world as we prepare our heart for the arrival of our Savior Jesus this Christmas. There will be Christmas music each night, including a special Christmas concert on Friday at 7 p.m. by Grace Time 7. Hope to see you at Gardenside Christian Church in Lexington on December 8th through the 10th.